Hello, everybody, and welcome to Sing to the Lord, the podcast that breaks down how the Lutheran hymnody is preaching the gospel. I'm your host, Mason Van Essen. What you're hearing is the hymn, There's a Wideness in God's Mercy. Welcome back to Sing to the Lord. We have Zachary Brockoff and Lars Olson back with us to talk about there's a wideness in God's mercy. Thanks for being here. Great to be here. My pleasure, Mason. Good to be here with you. Yeah, this week we are um, in Matthew chapter 15. There's a a couple of choices of verses, but we're going to start a little bit. It starts at verse 10, and then uh, the first section goes to 20, but many people might just select uh, verses 21 to 28, talking about the Canaanite woman. Mm -hmm. Uh, So there's a wideness in God's mercy. Zachary, tell us a little bit about how this hymn relates to the text. Well, uh, I I think it relates well to both sections, and we'll talk about that Depending on what you read, the the the, the first section is is sort of optional. Um, if you think that's a difficult task, um, cutting up the lectionary and figuring out which portions of scripture to read this week, um, you have to um, sort of appreciate the challenge actually of this hymn. Um, first, you can give thanks. Um, the hymn originally had um, eight stanzas. Um, and was later republished to 13. <laughs> now, they were half the length, right? So what, what we're actually singing in this hymn, no matter which tune you choose out of ELW or um, LBW lists, um, Lord Revive Us, it, whichever tune you choose, it's really um, originally, uh, I'll give you an example, there's a wideness in God's mercy like the wideness of the sea. There's a kindness in God's justice, which is more than liberty. That was a whole stanza. So they've chosen a, a, a longer tune, in either case, and uh, and just cherry pick stanzas. <laughs> uh, well, that's of course not quite true. Editors sort of have, have have whittled this down, but in one resource describing what we sing today, it it lists um, this sort of uh, no doubt divinely inspired list of decisions. It says stanza one is originally stanzas four and five. Stanza two is six and seven. Stanza three is eight and nine. And stanza four is eleven and thirteen. <laughs> so, so as much as scripture is pulled out and pieced together and pasted, <laughs> this hymn wins uh, that, and uh, we can be grateful we didn't have that task. Um, so the guy that wrote it, um, you really can't find, I looked, you can find the complete text, of course, in, in books and online resources, we'll, we'll list it. Um, uh, but it's remarkable how well it works in this form and other hymnals will pick different stanzas. Uh, so so it's, it's, it's a very versatile text. We can say that for sure. <laughs> so if, but also if you're finding that the, that the stanzas are kind of like segmented and mm-hmm. don't really match up, that, that there's a reason for that. There is. They, they've yeah. been added and, and cut and paste uh, to fit to fit the editor's uh, whims. A definite, yeah, a definite reason. Um, but I think in either case, um, the, the, the first line of of, of God's mercy, um, uh, well, just speaking of God's mercy, both of these texts uh, are going to to tell us what it is to have mercy. Um, something you you can't get uh, from yourself, right? Uh, everything that comes out of you is um, really the lousiest stuff <laughs> that a that a human being 
can produce. And yet um, God comes with mercy uh, to to clean all of this <laughs> up and give you something you clearly don't have inside of yourself. Jesus makes us even in your in your beautiful heart. Um, uh, this is not enough. And then the, the, the second half, um, of course, is going to say what it is for God to have mercy, um, not just on the lost sheep uh, for which uh, Christ says he, he comes, but, but then to, a, to an outsider, um, to have that there really is no limit uh, in this, um, in, in what Jesus and God is, is willing to give. So, Yeah, I think you put that together very well. The, the disciples in the first part are, are saying... Um, trying to find something uh, that's good about them, right? right? That God would choose and God would appreciate, God would like. And Jesus finally just looks at them and says, it's it's not about, um, you know, what you eat. It's about what's inside of you. Uh, that really is where uh, sin comes out. Um, and so he doesn't give them any of that affirmation. And then no, he finds this, right. and then he finds this, uh, um, he encounters this this Canaanite woman who is in need and 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 demanding, and this is the perfect example of the of the uh, disciple saying, uh, "We're at least better than her," right? <laughs> uh, and even she's saying, "I'm nothing." Right. I, I only can get God's mercy. Right. But even the scrap of God's mercy is all that I need, uh, and that's of course music to Jesus' ears, uh, because anybody who's asking for mercy, Jesus cannot resist them. That's that's the whole that's the whole thing. And so the wideness, it really isn't about um, you know who can uh, how far this can go or how bad you can be to get in there. Mm-hmm. But it is the sense that God's mercy is uh, overflowing. It's uh, never ending. That God uh, in Christ is always wanting to be merciful to sinners. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think. Um in, in the hodgepodge of stanzas we sort of end up singing here, though it works well, um, there, there is a, a section which is going to speak of um, what, uh, what sinners do with, <laughs> with this mercy. Um, and we'll say we place, we place limits on it. In a way, when I read the, when I read the um, second half of the text and, and Jesus is saying, no, I'm not giving this. Uh, I've, I've come only for this. It almost seems like Jesus is somewhat limited in what he's willing to do uh, at first, right? I place a limit. Um, Mm -hmm. We find out, of course, this is is not actually where the the text lands. But in here, then it talks about the limits we place on it, the strictness. And you don't have to work too long or live too long around good, good, uh, good Christians to find out that we're not welcoming enough according to, (laughs) um, to the world. Um, And there are certainly plenty of examples of, of the church placing limits in, in ways that, that have, on on the mercy of God that have that have hurt people who who's in who's out kind of deal, um, but I suspect there's another way you can hear that not only in or or sing of this not only in the sense that um, that that we limit this uh, for others um, but uh, sort of as as one politician said not too long ago you know I like to do sort of the right thing I don't really involve God in forgiveness for for me. Uh, I'm I'm in pretty good shape. I don't need God's I mercy. I don't need God's mercy. Right. Um, and I, I just uh, try to make things right. Uh, try to be a good person. I mean, you hear this all the what What do I need God for? I'm doing the best I can <laughs> uh, sort of thing. He hasn't yet heard uh, that... Uh that his heart is uh, a factory of idols, <laughs> uh, that, uh, that right. you know, the evil things that go in uh, are soon going out of the sewer, uh, yeah. but, uh, that, but his heart uh, continually pumps out nothing but sin for the world. Right. right. I mean, it's, it's just really interesting. So both of those ways, I think you can, th- you can talk about strictness, um, not only that, th- that the, the notion that the church's um, 
uh, inability to change, let's say, is sort of its the the chief mark of it, it being sinful. <laughs> you know, as, as some people will claim, right? Uh, stodgy and unmovable, immovable kind of thing. Uh, could be either way. What's interesting is in in uh, ELW we get this stanza about strictness, which is one of the original. In LBW, um, it's it's it has this instead. There is plentiful redemption in the blood that has been shed. There's joy for all the members in the sorrows of the head, um, which I think avoids this whole conversation around how lousy we are. Although uh, you know, <laughs> it's uh, plenty of talk will go on about how bad people in the church are without singing about it. Um, this the the alternative in LBW um, tells you actually where the mercy is uh, located. Um, not just sort of waxing poetically about God's mercy, although there's nothing wrong with that. Um, but finally, that in Christ's blood and in his sorrow, in his suffering, we actually, ha- this is where you find mercy, uh, in Christ specifically. So, if you have an option to sing out of the, the LBW, the old green hymnal, uh, do so, because I, I think it b- both are helpful and they, they can cause conversation, but that's a little bit more on the nose. Yeah, I like that. I like that uh, stanza much... Uh because of what it, if just what for just what you said, um, because so often uh, these these uh, conversations of God's mercy do end up just becoming um, boundaries, uh, who's in and who's right. out, rather than uh, no, that's actually not the point of of mercy. Who's in and sure. who's out right. isn't the question. It is, and it's not uh, permissiveness, and that's actually what's in this uh, hymn as well. Uh, that the mercy comes to sinners to give them a an, a new life that they can't have without it. Yeah, um, and so. You know, churches are often fighting over, um, you know, how welcoming or how changeable we can be, blah, blah, blah. Um, None of that actually is the point. Uh, The point is that God's mercy um, is never changing Mm -hmm. and it goes to sinners. Mm -hmm. That's it. Uh, So you don't have to, it's not something you can make happen yourself. It's not something you can plan for or create a program in your church to be better at. Uh, It simply (laughs) is uh, just uh, sinners receiving God's mercy. And actually that happens despite the church most of the time, uh, except right. when they finally get to preaching this, which is actually Jesus' point in this, uh, the, the Bible's point about Jesus in these in these stories. And it's also, I think that's an interesting point in the context of the passage itself, where you hear the woman being persistent and Jesus, you know, great, great is your faith. And you sort of think, well, she was rewarded for being irritating, um, <laughs> which could be like, you know, then it's how much you can pester God sure. uh, to... to but of course, this, this hymn just says, uh, "No, uh, you think you have something? God's going to give this to you exactly, uh, completely apart from that." So, um, yeah, really, because God God wants to give it. Um, the other thing I can't I can't help but bring up here because um, I wrestled with this for a while. Um, the the final stanza, and of course, it's again pieced together. But tis not all we owe to Jesus; it is something more than all. What 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 we owe to God. Um, it sounds all. It sounded to me when I first read it as though God has this great mercy He's going to give you. Now, what what are you going to give back? Uh, in in a sense. Um, and when this is flying by, you know, at eight thirty on a Sunday, and you're half awake and whatever, uh, it's difficult to say what am I really singing about there. I think the helpful way to hear that is actually. Um, Certainly, in a sense, uh, you're in, indebted to God uh, for what He's what He's given. But um, really, it's to say, what can I ascribe to 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 Christ um, 
which is nothing more than what what God has given. Um, that's the next line, greater good because of evil, larger mercy through the fall. And I was reminded somewhere in the back of my mind of where, where Luther starts talking about the, uh, the, uh, the uh, fall into sin and saying, oh, happy fault almost. This is gr- our, our fall into sin here is, is um, this, this cause Christ Right. This causes God to take action on our behalf and how wonderful this I mean, he he starts waxing sort of <laughs> poetically about how wonderful this is that God has to send the Savior for us. Um and uh really it is just to say what what has God given? Um greater good, uh, thanks to our wretched hearts, um, larger mercy because of who we are, um, this causes God to do it. And um, when we know this word, um, then our lives can do nothing but give thanks. Um, and that's, by the way, a change to the original, said something like, our lives will be all sweetness. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's in LBW, I think. ELW changes that to Thanksgiving um, uh, simply because uh, I really, uh, my life is not all sweetness. This is a little bit too far for our hymn writer, um, but that we have nothing to say to God, but thank you. Uh, so um, anyway. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I think you're getting at that where, uh, where Paul even talks about, you know, why, uh, why does God imprison us in the law? Why, why mm-hmm. are we stuck in our sin? Why does God do that to us? Well, it's so that he can be merciful and yeah. forgive us. Right. right? so that uh, everything would be ascribed to God's mercy and forgiveness in Jesus Christ rather than in something that we did for God, yeah. rather than something we earned uh, uh, so that uh, we could never by any sort of means, even as a congregational program of welcome, where we're such a welcoming place, sure. uh, you, can't, uh, you can't take any credit on that. It's no, all that we do is sin. All that Christ does is mercy and forgiveness. Mm-hmm. And that's the wideness of God's mercy, I think that this hymn is really trying to get at, even though it says it's as wide as the sea. No, it's wider than that, but it's right. uh, <laughs> it's, it's getting there. Thanks for joining us this week on Sing to the Lord. Check the show notes for Zachary's stanza-by-stanza commentary, as well as a list of other hymns we recommend. See you next week.